this is uh, episode four of Blunt Talk with me, Taylor Hart, on Respect My Region. And I'm here today with the new homie, Kevin, who goes by Kevy. And he's a singer, artist, rapper, musician, everything. Horticulturalist. Yes. Uh, continue. Personal chef. Um, okay. Personal trainer. Okay. Uh, professional bed maker. Professional <laughs> bed wetter. <laughs> Um, all the things. Everything. Hey, Mom. <laughs> and uh, we're here today smoking on some 50-fold uh, Blue OG, which is Blueberry, Blue Moonshine, and OG Kush all crossed together. Uh, so it's a Blueberry... Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to spark up and enjoy this uh, and chat a bit because I know that you just started the top of the year with uh, a brand new EP, Schmellow, uh, Yellow. Shout out to all my friends that are going to see this that are probably betting that, oh, Kevin's going to get way too high and just not talk. You might you might be right. I don't know. No, here we're into, uh, no. on Blunt Talk, we're into Bro. moderation. And even though I cheap a whole lot, that's moderate for me. <laughs> but it's not moderate for everybody. So we don't judge how much people smoke. We like to be comfortable here and have open and honest conversations. The whole point of it. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna indulge in a little bit and chit chat here about certain things. Uh, so yeah, let's begin with uh, Schmello. I'm which... already too high, dude. <laughs> That's it. That's all it took. All right, see you, mom. <laughs> One hit, <laughs> and we're done. Is this the ashy? Ashtray, right this is there. Is our ashy? Yes. It's a marathon. Anyways. That's right. Schmello. Right. Yeah, Schmello. So let's talk Schmello. Let's talk Schmello. Um, I do, well, I guess like I just uh, started doing the solo music just, what, like three weeks ago now? And it's been like a really, I've been recording like yeah. my solo stuff for like three years, three yeah. or four years. Um, but it was always like a side pro. Like it's funny, like my solo project was a side project because I've always right. been in bands. And my right. bands always took like precedence, um, just because it was like more fun, I guess. Like yeah. I, I like being, I like playing in bands. And what bands were you in before? You were in what? Boo Boo Lala. Uh, Boo Boo Lala was the most recent one. Uh, shout out to all those guys. I love you guys. I miss you guys. Um, that was the most recent one. The band before that was the Approach, like kind of rock reggae from uh -huh. Tacoma. Yeah. And that was a really fun band. Um, and then my first band, um, shout out to everybody in Tacoma too. I love Tacoma. So much. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Tacoma yeah, and that whole area I, as well. I love Tacoma and I miss it there too. Um, but my first band was Vividal, and that's really just where it all started, and like, that's the roots, and that's how I, all my music stuff kind of. Vividal was the pivotal. Vividal was the pivotal. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you can have that one. For All free. right. I was, was going to take it anyway. So. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Uh, when was that? That Oh, man. That was like 2011. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like right when I got out of high school. <laughs> That's the perfect time to yeah. start a band, though, right? Actually, yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do with my right. life. Um, and then I started playing music with my friend uh, Jordan, okay. Jordan Neal. And him and I were writing songs together, and we started another band that didn't quite make it out of the garage, but like um, just kind of finding like 
I guess, like a passion that I didn't even know I had um, mm -hmm. as far as like songwriting yeah. is concerned. And I was playing the drums then too. But him and I were making these like compositions with our instruments. And I was like, holy fuck, this is like what life is like about. I was right. like, this is what, this is true full life expression. Like this is what I right. want to do. Yeah. Like whether it's like for career or like be a rock star or just do whatever i was like this is something i must do yeah um and then from there it stemmed into like you know fuck this i want to be a rock star yeah so then i like, <laughs> like chased that yeah. with that band for i think like two and a half three years okay um met a ton of cool people it's funny i that's how i met the members of the second band that i played in oh, uh how it goes yeah, right. Mm -hmm. That's exactly how it goes. Um, I was asked to join the approach in like 2014, 15. I don't okay. know. It all is like blending together. A blur. But it's so, God, it's so, I guess funny. It's funny to like just think back to like those days of my life and how, yeah. how carefree life was. And like how? I was just like working in restaurants, playing music, yeah. bartending, serving. And now I'm like, a, like I have a career. It's like, like outside, yeah, it's just, fu it's funny to look back on. Um, and then after that group sort of like departed, uh, yeah. that's when Boo Boo Lala started. I kind of started that group, like kind of handpicked every member of that group yeah. and was writing a good chunk of the music, not all of it, but a good chunk when we first got started. And mm -hmm. just between like my connections and uh, everybody else's connections, we were able to like start off with like a, like, really hot pace and it definitely was not like this new band just coming out of a garage like because everybody had had pretty good like amount of local experience already yeah that we were able to um just like jump in right on like opening up for some pretty big big names and headlining our own things pretty quickly yeah. so that was dope you guys played block party too didn't you oh yeah oh. <laughs> yes we did yes. and that's funny you mentioned that, that that's like seriously like top five favorite like best days of my life really swear to god Ugh. block party is so much fun it was so much fun yeah like yeah i well we've never i've never played anything like with that like with people that famous right on the same flyer it's like oh my yeah. god i'm on the same flyer as as like as these people like are you kidding me and i can barely remember who was who was oh yeah dylan francis yeah i was like bro dylan i'm on the same card is dylan francis the fuck out of here yeah i love dylan francis he's so funny and his music is so good yeah and so it was like it was very mind-blowing and there's so many people there that i didn't have to like hey man we got a show coming up they're just like right. we're there you know yeah. so and we like made a bunch of funny content with it um i don't know if you know mitch and dustin like do you remember mitch i do yeah yeah we made one a take. yeah one yeah, take i know those guys one take uh -huh. one take one take um we made a bunch of funny content with that day and yeah it was just so much fun yeah it was so, it was like a sunny day like today yeah and it was a friday and we had they gave the us the best days in seattle <laughs> they gave us such a good slot too <laughs> yeah what time Eight thirty on a friday night on the barboza stage at block party at too block that party. is that's yeah. great. That's great. Time. Yeah. Like people were serious. Yeah. Like shoulder yeah. to shoulder, almost like head to head. And it was just so cool to see. Like, I remember at that moment, I was like, God, let's I'm trying just... to think because I'm pretty sure it was there that year. I don't remember. 
that was 2018. Yeah. 18, yeah. I can't remember. Because I was bouncing around a, like every set I could possibly hit. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think I might have hit your guys' set for like a, a couple of minutes. Yeah. I don't remember what else was playing at that time. That was so much fun. I am like... It's always a blur. It's such a blur. <laughs> and I am like... I'm like... I'm not really good at like always making sure we have a videographer photographer on deck like yeah i'm a little like just, i'm a bit of a like purist and natural i like taking live in the moment i like to yeah i like to yeah. live in the moment i'm not thinking about getting pictures yeah. for um which i'm trying to get better at mm-hmm. as i guess an artist moving forward because it's fucking yeah. really important it is but i do i like to live in that moment but yeah that being said i am so glad that we did get like like footage of, it footage of that day yeah like man if there's ever i don't know if i ever have kids one day i'm showing them that and be like oh, i used to be tired <laughs> yeah. no i'm washed up with kids yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah blame it all on no, the children i'm working construction dude. so what's good hey my dad's been living the rock star life my whole life so for real yeah he's a musician okay and he has been uh since yeah. 89 or so so before i was born um but yeah he's uh so you get it you just get totally. it. Totally. Yeah. yeah. My whole life has been just around Passion musicians. Passion driven. Yeah. yeah. And like the feeling and emotional connection of to music through like what my parents, you know, what I saw my parents, like my dad eats, sleeps, breathes, like it, it's his whole world. He's busier than I am. Yeah. Like that's how crazy it is. Like my dad. Where does he play? Uh, he's in, uh, he was in a death metal band when I was younger and then he is in an industrial, um, like metal band and then like a, a grindcore band as well. Damn. Yeah. Busy. So yeah. Uh, and he's, I believe he signed a tiger squawk records out of Oregon. I want to say. Okay. Okay. Um, is he up here? Does he live here? He's here. Yeah. Okay. He's in Kirkland. Um, and oh, yeah, he's in Schmirkland. Like, yeah. Schmirkland. Um, on the East side. Mm. Yeah. Uh, shout out my dad though. Yeah. Um, shout out my dad his, too. All of his bands. Um, because yeah, I was raised in front of the stage. So yeah. Um, so you just get it. Yeah. I, I get chills. Uh, all the time when I'm at shows, uh, I literally like I told the guys in King Youngblood at the time they were Gypsy Temple, but they yeah. performed for Seattle World Tour at the Central. Yeah, and I told them I literally was standing in the middle of the crowd. It was packed out. They were performing on that stage, and like the history of the Central alone is like really cool to be in there yeah. seeing music. But the fact that they like have the same vibe and the same nostalgic sound as like a lot of the classic uh, famous people like Pearl Jam and shit like that from Seattle, right? Yeah. You harken back to like the Nirvana and all the grunge and all of the, just the history of rock in Seattle alone. And like, I, I almost threw up because I was just so like overstimulated in that moment Whoa. because it was such an intense feeling that I literally felt like throwing up. Yeah. And I told them that and I'm like, that's how, like passionate I am about everything. And that's why I love the local scene that we have here is because there's so many talented people that are yeah. like artistically doing things that are like better than what the mainstream yeah. musicians yeah. are doing. You know what I mean? And so it's like, it's a blessing every day that I get to be able to sit here and talk to people like yourself who make music. And, Dude, are and you going to throw up right now? No, I'm not going to throw <laughs> up right now. Uh, but I, I mean, yeah, I get, I get super intensely emotional uh, about music and I love it. I love it so much. I might throw up right now. 
<laughs> sometimes <laughs> when I know a ca- sometimes when I know a camera's on me, I'll say stupid <laughs> shit like that. Which but... is great. <laughs> I'm all about it. Yeah. No, they're no King Youngblood. Those guys are like, I they're like insane. Next level. Shit. Yeah. You know, like there's insanely talented. When a when a musician calls another musician next level, it's like it's not a bigger compliment. It's Anderson. Crazy. Anderson Pack, Anderson Pack, amazing. Next fucking level. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, incredible. I thought Mac Miller. All right, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. I thought Mac Miller's songwriting was next level. Yeah, um, I look. I gotta look up. I still look up to Mac Miller. Yeah. Like his uh, music lives on. As a drummer, do you think you could sing and play the drums at the same time like Anderson does? Uh, I did in my first band. Actually, did you really? Yeah, I did. Insane. I was like. Uh, backup vocalist, but I did sing lead like maybe a quarter of the time. But we had a wow. front, we had a front man, um, PJ, and PJ was super dope too. PJ was such a cool like such a cool like reggae, um, really good at like ad libbing. Like he could just freestyle some stuff right off the top of the dome in front yeah. of tons of people. And yeah. I, uh, PJ is a very awesome like creative soul, and he just did it for fun too. He was just there for to have a good time. That makes um, the best music. It does, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, playing drums and singing—that was something. He actually, and actually, shout out to PJ because he's the one that was like, "Like, here, take the mic, harmonize with me." And I was yeah. like, "Oh, do what?" And yeah. I just just naturally was like able to do it. That's um, that's a talent right there because I yeah. can't even con- like the concept of playing drums. I can't do it. Can. I can't. Can. Rock band says I can't. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I don't know. I get, I'm like really good at like uh, uh, multitasking, but my brain for some reason won't let me play the drums. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's a total scramble of coordination. Yeah. Yeah. My my first time trying to play, just that first basic beat, it sounded probably terrible. (laughs) Yeah. I said probably, but I know it sounded terrible. But (laughs) but that's all right. Uh, So, but you were talking about Mac Miller and his songwriting and how he's influenced your songwriting. Um, What is your what's like your process for songwriting is it all like natural and organic or do you like sit down structured and like tell yourself you're gonna write at this time or like what what's your whole process and man that's a i'll answer this on camera um (laughs) (laughs) i will answer this on camera um well like like with my solos or just with music in general yeah um I like for the sorry for the solo music. I, I get beats from a few people. Uh, right now, I'm working with like mainly. I'm working with um, this this cat named Elijah the Prophet. From he's from California, and he'll okay. send me like beat packs, and I'll like be like that's uh, that one, that one, that one. I mm-hmm. want the stems for that. Just give me the MP3 for that, and that's um, that's what I'll do. And then I'll just sit and write, and I, I get pretty hyper focused. I get really hyper focused on music when, like, like I'll shut my phone off. Like, nothing else matters in the world um, besides that song, and I'll just become like a total like hermit when I'm writing music, which is like not like my normal like personality. So people get like concerned, like where where are you? (laughs) Like it's all for the art. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I guess that's the most mellow way I could put it. But, um, and then I will go. So the, I, and I'm actually, I like pen and paper too. I do not. Big fan. Mm. Yeah. I'm a big I have fan books on books on books. Mm -hmm. Like I see people writing on their phones. I'm like, bro. Can't do it. You can't put your soul on a phone, dog. That's very much how I feel. Coin that motherfucker. Like you can't put your soul, <laughs> like you just can't. You can't put your soul on a phone. Like it'll never, yeah. it will never translate. You can't describe your feelings through an emoji you can't yeah um you can like make things like with all caps for sure but yeah. like you cannot write lyrics on a phone yeah. bro. no way like i feel like um lyrics should always have like scribble marks on them you know 100%. like yeah where you like, can see the process yeah of what went into it and, yeah and the thoughts behind it yeah. you can also like in in the physical act of the writing you can see like where the pressure was applied to it and like and you know sometimes i don't know if i'm like super emotional sometimes i get really shaky and you can see it in in my handwriting it changes the style of my handwriting changes yeah. and there's just something to it when you read it back and look at it it has the emotion captured yeah. in it you yeah. know it, it's crazy you're exactly right like there's uh a song that i recorded two months ago um i like have like three lines completely scribbled out and yeah. then like it's it's also circled and then like pointing over <laughs> yep. to the next page with an arrow with other lyrics so yep. i was like what the fuck i think i might have been drinking a little bit that happens yep um, probably <laughs> other things too but yeah. um yeah so i mean like so i see those books and it's funny like sometimes i look at those books and i'm like like i could I was like, what the fuck was I doing when I was writing this music? And <laughs> I'm just, ha I'm so happy to have them all though. Like those yeah. books, I'm like, God, man. Yeah. There's a lot of feeling in those little, in those little binders. You know what I mean? I've rewritten the same thing too, multiple times over and over and over again. And I've gone back and picked and pulled from other drafts and stuff to accumulate it all into like the final version. And yeah. there's something that you, you know, if, you save it like on your computer or on your phone. Sometimes you lose those files. Yeah. Sometimes they get deleted and you can't go back. But like if you throw away the, your notebook, well, then yeah, it's gone. But yeah. as long as you hold on to it, you have those to look back on. And I think that part of it too is also super important for me is like rereading and going back through and editing that for the editing process of everything. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still a huge fan of it. And plus you, I can pick it up and take it everywhere. And like, when I'm at the beach, you know, I can still see, I can't see my phone screen when I'm at the beach because yeah. the sun is too bright. Yeah. And who wants to look at their phone? <laughs> right. When you're beach. sitting at the yeah. beach, whereas I can totally sit there and stare at my notebook and write, you know, the same thing that I would be doing uh, that somebody else would try and do on their phone, you know, yeah. I sit there and write it and you feel just more connected to everything. Yeah. So, well, um... Speaking of phones, I was in a, <laughs> <laughs> I was in a yoga class, like, <laughs> Actually, all this week, all this, like, I'm actually okay. a big yoga. Love yoga. Doer. I do it yeah. myself. And there, there's fucking people in the, in, not just in the facility, but in, yeah. like, the room where we do yoga on their phones. I'm like. Like, while you're doing yoga? Not, like, just before. But I'm like, okay. yo, get that. Still, yeah. Get those electronics out. Enjoy, like, enjoy this. Yeah. Unplug you know what I mean? for a moment. Yeah, it's one hour. Yeah, it's not that hard. <laughs> it's one hour. Yeah. I like, to, I leave every, when I, I'm like, yo, I hope my shit doesn't get stolen. I leave everything in my car because it's just nice to have yeah. a nice, like a total disconnect yeah. from, I don't know, I'm, 
I'm from the flip phone generation. Yeah. So I, I would like to go back to that, but it'll never happen. No. The human no, race no. will never like decide, hey, let's start yeah. going backwards. It's just always forward motion, which is... I honestly think, though, that people are going to get so sick of the addiction to social media and everything that has come with having smartphones and that it's going to actually revert back into just like a a utility tool again. Yeah, as it should of, be. Right, exactly. Because like I, I've gotten to that point where I'm like fed up with just being on my phone all the time and I only do it yeah. for like purposes of like posting social media to be promoting whatever mm-hmm. or like you know i do like sharing things on instagram but i'm not obsessed with like checking it and like complete, yeah you know i'm not posting every day kind of a thing so um but yeah i think people are going to start using it more as a tool and especially the next generation to come is really going to be fed up with everything that we've destroyed of the earth and how social media just yeah. kind of ruined it all that they're gonna get fed up with it i hope they get fed up yeah for it. real though i hope they get fed up with it i hope it doesn't like become more and more convenient yeah. i feel like it just they, they just want to make it more yeah. and more like easy, i feel easy like to it consume. was a great distraction for the 2000s and their you know 2010s and yeah. stuff like that it was distracting them from everything that was actually crumbling behind the wall of you know society crumbling governments are crumbling like just the world in general was crumbling and still is oh, man, i never thought about that yeah but social media thought. was the distraction behind it all so yeah, that was the hot new thing yeah it's ridiculous so yeah. uh yeah i'm fed up and over it you know but yeah there was a way to utilize social media in order to control the masses and, yeah and that's what they've been doing so hopefully the next generation will be like fuck that yeah. <laughs> For real. and use their brains to you know actually work and stuff and, and work on things that the and looking up yeah just looking up literally pick your head up i think about yeah. that all the time because i walk literally everywhere people will mm. like walk out of something right in front of me while i'm walking down the sidewalk but they have their head in their phone and they don't even see me and then they get frustrated when i walk past and like yeah scare them or i'm like what well, if you would have been paying attention, you would have seen me. Yeah. Yeah. Or when it's people so are like crossing the street. And they're staring and you're like, at their bro, phone. Like and they're you're... watching YouTube on their phone. And I'm it's like, like, bro, <laughs> there's like small moments of your life where your life is mm-hmm. kind of in God's hands, you know? And it's when you're crazy. crossing a street is that time. Yeah. But you can like look up and like yeah. be a little more aware. Yeah. But at the same time, like having a goddamn computer in my pocket is like the best thing in the yeah, world. I, <laughs> I, I can't help it. Like I yeah. love having my phone yeah. and being able to do certain things at certain times and all the time. Like I've, I've written a full article on my phone and published it before. Like Oh really? Yeah, all from my phone while I was on the bus. <laughs> Dude, I filled out a rental application a month ago. See? Like phone. it's crazy. That felt pretty cool. Yeah. I do all my banking through my phone. Like I That's even, convenient. Yeah. I don't even have like I don't go in and see tellers or anything. Yeah. I'm with credit unions. So so, yeah, I'll pay my rent late on my phone. <laughs> I pay my rent on time on my I'll phone. I'll pay my rent extra late on my phone. <laughs> I think I still actually owe my landlord money, but we'll, we'll edit that out. Yeah, we'll pretend that we didn't yeah. talk about that, uh, you know. <laughs> on that uh, note, let me just Oh, yeah, re-spark up there. Yeah, it's Friday uh, Junior, man. Yeah, exactly. So Thursday you, is Friday Junior. Yeah, have I you been going it. to shows lately? I have been. I've been going to a lot of shows lately. What are you What are you going to coming up? I am a um, like. I'm, I just asked you a question to cut you off. I'm sorry. Oh no, totally fine. I was just going to talk about the weed, but I can do that later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I uh, next show 
I believe is I'm going to see Saw Rock at uh, the High Dive on February 17th. Um, I love the High Dive so much. It's such a cool little venue that. Uh, do you yeah. like the Sunset? I do. The I Sunset love is like my sunset. favorite fucking venue that really? not everybody knows. About. I love. Uh, I do love the sunset. I love that whole little area of Ballard, the, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I'm right there. I live right there now. So I'm like... Crazy. I know. Yeah. I can't wait to like go watch my friends play at the sunset. Oh, yes. I, I want the sunset to be open and thriving again. So Same. Bad. It's. Yeah. I checked the schedule today, actually. I'm going to go... I think they are starting to open back. Yeah. Then. Yeah. I think March 2nd, my I friends so. are playing there. Their, their band's yeah. name is Lovely Colors. Oh, cool. Uh, they're super dope. And yeah. I just can't wait. Like, that front room, isn't yeah. it? Like, I, think I the, love the I love the difference of being you're in, in a bar, bar and then you're in a venue. And then you go into it's the, the fucking yeah. best. It is the absolute That's, best. Yeah. That is like. It gives you such a nice little breather from the back room. Yeah. And it makes it that much more intimate when you're back there watching somebody perform yeah. because you are encapsulated just, back there. Man. And then you like go out into the other room and grab a drink in between sets or whatever. Yeah. And you're just like, whoa. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the lighting's completely yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, for real. The vibe's completely different. You see people walking on yeah. the little strip. They're having like their fun time. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I mean... When I think of, like, little pieces of, like, heaven on earth, yeah. like, I think of some a lot of spots in Tacoma, yeah. but um, the Sunset Tavern yeah. is, is a place that I... I've, I've gone there to even just go watch groups that I've never even heard their music. I just yeah, literally just wanted to have that experience and, to, like, yeah. have a drink. Totally. And then just go walk, like, have a drink in the bar and then go walk to the venue. I love the rendezvous for that, too. Yeah, the, the rendezvous, rendezvous is Oh, I had a nasty experience at the rendezvous playing there. <laughs> I had a bad experience playing there. Was it because of the venue or the crowd? Uh, the venue. The oh, venue. The, no. the sound man was just, like, nowhere. Okay, to... well, that's always the issue. Yeah. Is the sound man yeah. is gone. It doesn't matter what venue you're well, in. We just that's had feedback on the microphone that wouldn't stop. Just It's such a small place. Place. Yeah, and we're like overtake it all. <laughs> and it was the approach, and my friend Joe, uh, yeah. the lead singer, is like, uh, "Sound man, like we got a," and it's just going and crickets. going and <laughs> crickets. Yeah, there's just no, nothing. I was like, "Sorry, yeah. guys." <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. I love the rendezvous, but yeah, it is the. That was a long time place. ago too. That yeah. was like 2014. That was before yeah. I was even in that group. Actually, I was just watching. Yeah, I was watching. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I remember being there and then watching Joe just like struggling to get attention from yeah. the guys like, yo, this place. That's hysterical. For at the moment. I think it was a very young club at yeah. that point too. And it was also a Sunday night. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Church, you know what I'm saying? Sunday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, my church is uh Shabbox at the market. Ooh. It is my favorite. I was just I was just there about a month and a half ago. I yeah. saw my one of my favorite bands, Lettuce, with my best friend. Oh nice. Amalia. Yeah. Nice. Have you have you listened to Lettuce before? Only a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Only only a little You're, bit. This this whole place yeah. screams to me somebody that listens to Lettuce, bro. That's so funny. And that's a compliment. <laughs> yeah. That's a compliment. Lettuce is fucking dope. Yeah. Like, it is something. that jam funk yeah 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 100 um, yeah. percent market is cool that's what my the third show i ever played in my life was i played at the, show the third market. show third show of my of my life not a lot of people can say that i 
Yeah, I don't know any like any local you know, musicians that could that say that. Third show. But I'm flexing it right now, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, and it it's also kind of fucked up though because yeah. it definitely like set my my uh, standards oh, for shows yeah. really really high. Like after that, I was like, yeah. okay, we're just gonna do venues, and we kind of took like small um, holes in the wall venues. Like yeah. I was like, no, like. I don't know. I, I definitely took like the business approach too. And yeah. when I started in music, so I was like playing music, but also it's like kind of doing the behind the scenes stuff right. for the most part. Yeah. Not all the time, but, um, I, somebody has to look into those things. If you don't have a manager, yeah. like who else is going to, right. What are you going to be just like a group or an artist that plays every show that's thrown yeah. at you? Like that's not always in the best interest, right. you know, of, of everybody and your scene. Yeah, you'll start to get burnt out on seeing the same person, especially if they're not coming up with new material. Yeah. Then you're just watching them perform the same songs over and over and over yeah. and over again. Which exactly. is fine, like, you know, once a year, every six months or so, you know, I'm yeah. down, especially with a lot of the artists out here, you know, it's always a good party, but um, yeah. when you play in every other week yeah yeah <laughs> same, dude same martial set. law martial law band is like they defy the laws of gravity when it comes to that bro well they, they also freeform a lot yeah, of their stuff and they have do people come on and they can and play it here every weekend and i'm still like yeah i'm down dude let's fuck it's a yeah. huge party it's a huge it's party a huge it's got party. good message behind mm-hmm. they're like actually i would say they're the only local band in my like entire like career which is like 10 years now but like i've been like my whole time doing music they're the only local band that i've seen that can play as much as they do within the local scene and still just be like yo we're fucking still killing it keep it fresh keeping it yeah Yeah. keeping it fresh and actually uh it's funny i record my music uh my solo music with josh the guitar yeah 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 Cool. Shout out Josh. Josh yeah. is, I love that guy. They literally, I love you, Josh. <laughs> they rolled up <laughs> to my work uh, and performed on their, on the jelly bean um, outside my store. Oh, what? It was so <laughs> funny. I was at work and I was like checking IDs at the door and I saw them because we had seen them drive past earlier that day. Yeah. And then I saw them, they were playing and they were literally like slowly driving past. And I like ran over and I was like, I fucking love you guys. Like, yeah. This is so dope. Yeah. Like, going. And they like turned the corner and came into the parking lot and stopped and performed a song like while I was like, that's out so there. cool. And I'm yeah. like, yes. And then like they like drive off and stuff and I like walk back into work and I'm just like back at my job again. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like it was so cool though. Just they like, are innovators. Yeah. Man. They are innovators. Yeah, I see those guys a lot. Because I yeah. think one or two of them, I think they all live in at Josh's. I, I call it Josh's house, but yeah. they, a few people live there. Yeah. I think a few members live there. So I see them pretty frequently, just yeah. all in passing. Totally. It's so funny to just see them like so quickly in passing. Well, I mean, then you see them on stage. Get to see of them because yeah. they're on the move so much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all the time. They're constantly doing things. Yeah, I think Marshall's insane. like in LA right now. Yeah. I'm like, dude, what aren't you doing? I don't think he ever stops. He does. Like, randomly, stop. here's the thing. I, when I'm I, like, bro, let's, dude, let's take a nap. Yeah, when I lived with Seth, randomly I would wake up and be making coffee up in the kitchen, and I would look over and on the couch, and all of a sudden Marshall would pop up and be like, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) And I'd be like, oh, damn, Marshall's here this morning. Like, that's cool. Drop it over there for the morning. (laughs) So So random, because him and Seth would be off doing whatever. Yeah. It's crazy. 
crazy. I love that though. Yeah. <laughs> love that about him. That is funny. That's funny. Like I'm actually like just kind of getting tapped in with, with Seattle in general yeah. too. Yeah. I'm like more of a Tacoma boy. Right. But I've, I've always worked up here. Yeah. Like this is where my job job is. My Your nine career. To five. Yeah. My nine to five. Um, so I, I, I was making that commute for a long time and then finally it just like oh, broke such me. such a hard commute. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, it, it turned into like, oh man, I'm just like giving my life to this mm-hmm. and I'm like, whatever, I'm just yeah. going to move closer. Yeah. I still feel more at home in Tacoma. I feel so much more at home. Yeah. Um, but just the fact that I can get home in like. 20 minutes yeah. after work as in comparison to like an hour and a half. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I have energy to go do things like, right. like roll up to a podcast. <laughs> I don't even think I'd be home from work yet. Actually. That's crazy. I don't even think yeah. I'd be home from work quite yet. So I'm, yeah, I couldn't do the long commute anymore. My, uh, commuting by bus across Seattle oh is almost God. like the same thing. Yeah. I would commute from like Northgate area over to Ballard and it would take me an hour and a half. Mm. on the bus Dude, no can you. yeah from ballard to yeah. get to the get to i don't know anywhere else in the world is yeah. like a half an hour in itself it's weird because you would think that like with west seattle being cut off like that would be you know harder to get to than yeah. ballard or anywhere else but ballard is goddamn some of the most difficult it is <laughs> it is it is i'm always yeah. yeah i'm lucky to like be going everywhere so early in the morning yeah and traffic's kind of non-existent Right. Or I get, and I get off early enough. So I'm like, I beat most of it. Yeah. So it's chill. Yeah. It's chill. Well, now you're back in the city. Now I'm, yeah. In I'm back city. here. You're in the city. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like Tacoma though. There's a lot of people out there that are really mm-hmm. cool. I just don't get to spend enough time down there. Yeah. What's your favorite Tacoma venue? Oof. Damn. On the spot. Mm-hmm. On the spot. I know. Well, you gave me Seattle. Yeah. I need to come. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> favorite. For the team. I mean, oh my goodness. So I, I, I'm just, I guess a place that like holds a lot of like value to me. Uh-huh. Um, I, I'm, and my Tacoma friends would be like, are going to be like, you said jazz bones, but I have to say jazz bones. <laughs> I have to say jazz bones. I have so many like uh-huh. life memories there, like like I guess moments that literally like helped me like kind of like grow up as a human being and just always like having uh shows coming up there whether I was living there or whether I was in my like home hometown in Kitsap it was always a place that I was like oh man we're playing I'm playing jazz bones tonight yeah so it was and then I was a point in time where I lived like right behind jazz bones and my the approach would go play and I would just You'd be there. Stumble home drunk as fuck, yeah. honestly, and just be like, oh, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm, this is so cool. <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know, I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad to say that I was able to have like even a small of a pocket. Yeah. I mean, it was like two, three years of my life. I was like, yeah, that was really fun. And who's to say that I might not do that again? Yeah. I might move back down there in a year. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I'm a fucking nomad, dude. Like, I, don't, I don't know where I'm sleeping tonight. Yeah. I mean, I do, but I don't. But I do. It could but change. But I don't. Yeah. It could change yeah. at a drop of a hat. It you could. Know? It really you never could. Know. I'm kind of always like living my life kind of off the cuff and yeah. doing whatever and not really thinking about it kind of a thing. Uh, yeah. It's a, 
been many years of that where I stumble into a random club or some shit and like just enjoy whatever show like you were talking about that yeah going to like the sunset and random Mm -hmm. you know just for whatever and that those have been some of the most fun nights of my life that's awesome moments like that in an environment like that like you get it like your jazz bones or like yeah at the sunset or the high dive or any of these random small venues uh that are still are full of like big talent and like especially out here in seattle we have such a more interconnected now than i feel like ever but it's such a small yet big community and yeah and it just harbors so many like dope ass memories in these certain places so you know jazz bones is that for you yeah in tacoma and there's yeah. a lot of it's them just chapters there. man it's yeah. just those chapters um oh i forgot to mention the nectar i've Mm. I, I love the nectar too. The yeah. nectar is like my jazz bones. During of, the middle of, of the Seattle. summer, oh. the nectar. Oh, dude, I'll go to jazz bones in the middle of fucking winter. I don't yeah. even care. Like, I just love being because they crank up the heaters mm-hmm. in the, in winter, and those, it's like that nice yeah. like artificial heat. But it doesn't it doesn't feel artificial? <laughs> but with all the people packed. Oh in yeah, the summer, it warms up. Real it's quick. so nice. Yeah. Like I did. I went to Mojam Mondays, the yeah. big the big anniversary one. Yeah. About two months ago. Uh huh. God, it was so nice. That was the first time I actually have been on a stage on a microphone in like two years. Really? Since like the COVID. Wow. And I hate to That's... say the C word. I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> I'm not, I don't even want to talk about COVID. Yeah, we don't need to talk about We're not about going that. to. But yeah. that was the first time I've been on stage in two years. That's a long time. And I was just like, where, where, where have I been? Like, yeah. I was like, just, I felt so natural. I didn't even care. I didn't even know what I was saying, like rapping. Yeah, just like, nonsense. No idea. And the whole band behind me yeah. was so good. Really? I was like, oh my God. You've been to Mojam one day. Uh, only like once or twice. Yeah. Their, their backing band is, or I mean, it's it's a rotating like cast, uh-huh. but everybody is so proficient at their instrument. It yeah. like doesn't matter who's on the microphone. Like it's going to sound good. Yeah. I, I haven't experienced that much. Emotion. Oh, it's fun. Like, Let's I'm go. Let's go sometime. I'm very aware, but like. Monday nights for me aren't aren't the nights that I yeah, I, I go out and yeah. do things usually. Yeah. So I think it goes um, the same for like like I don't know the majority of the yeah. population. Well, I mean, usually like I'm closing on a Monday night. So, oh, like, gotcha. I, so you I really you have no. I I, yeah. I work till eleven usually. So oh, yeah. I, <laughs> so, I think yeah, it's over by then. Yeah, I, I just go least. home. You know what yeah. I mean. So even like um. Uh, Motown Mondays. Uh, yeah, I actually Hill. just saw a, a flyer for that. They're doing it now at the Runaway instead of Bar because Bar closed down. Yeah. Uh, but I went to a few of those, but those were like rare occasions yeah. that I go out on a Monday night kind of a thing. So yeah. um, Thursdays are my favorite night of the week to go out. Uh, I Tonight. love yeah. I love going out on Thursdays. Where are we going, dude? I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. Dude, let's just go uh, over the like sunset. There's nothing going on, probably. So um. uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you might be right. But that's okay. Um, you know, I don't know. Dude, my favorite night to go out since you asked. Yeah, I did. I did. In my head. It's definitely, I mean, like, it's definitely Saturday. Fridays are really hard. Yeah. I'm so tired on Friday nights. I hate going out on Fridays. I hate the crowds. I hate just, I hate the whole energy of it all. I'm just, me, I'm just tired. I am, like, so tired on Friday nights. 
see Friday. I just changed my schedule. So I have Thursday, Friday and Saturday off. So like going out on Thursday night's great for me. That yeah. sounds fantastic. Friday, I'm going to stay at home. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to chill. Yeah. I might go out on Saturday. Saturday you get kind of a, Yeah, you get a leg up on competition. Yeah. When you do that. Friday, fucking awful. I yeah. hate it. I hate, yeah, everything about Fridays. And I was working Fridays all throughout the pandemic and shit. And yeah. people are the worst on Fridays. Yeah. People come Everybody's in. Everybody's tired and they're grumpy. They're tired. Yeah. They're angry. They're like, why the fuck do I have to go out and work today? Like, yeah. And, you know, they're frustrated. And then they take that energy and then they go out yeah and then they get drunk that's when fights happen yeah and that's when they just don't give a fuck i can't tell you how many times i've been stepped on how many times i've had alcohol spilled on me how many times like people have just like overly been aggressive towards me because they're fucking shit-faced and they just want to be and like men or women it doesn't matter like that's 2022 bro it could be men or it could be either or you know Uh, it could be a fucking lizard <laughs> you have like, no idea what's gonna dude, happen. Dude, somebody could bring a pet chimpanzee <laughs> to the show, and you're gonna get macked on. By it. And you know what? You can't say shit back because yeah. you might get canceled. <laughs> it's true. Bro. That's the that's the whole like environment that we're in right now. Yeah. That Shout out chimpanzees. Dude. <laughs> They're holding it down for everybody. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> but that no, you're right. You're right. It's, yeah. it's where we are. It is, and it's so fucking sad. <laughs> As we're just cracking up. It's just so fucking sad, you know? Now all I'm thinking about is chimpanzees. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dude, I'll go to Woodland Park in the morning, man. Okay. I love, okay, so I work. I'll call out of work. I work, <laughs> I work this summer at Woodland Park Zoo, and it was one of the best summers of my life. I like, bet. It was so fucking How could it cool. not be? I ran the carousel as well, uh, which was so fucking awesome. Although some days it was really bad, like when you're hungover and you got a bunch of screaming children on the carousel, oh, and you're man. like, oh, and so unruly. Unruly animals that you're like, I yeah. don't know what you want. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And so some days it was not the best. But yeah. for the most part, it was really fun. And then like being able to walk around the zoo on my lunch and just go check out all the animals. My favorite is the golden tamarins that are like the tiny little monkeys that are like bright orange and shit. Got you. They're Got you. super dope. Love them. They're my favorite. Hands down. Okay. Your favorite animal? Oh my god, my favorite animal. At the zoo or not. Oh, my favorite animal. I mean, I've always, I've always felt like I connect with koala bears. Yeah. Like, kind of, I have a little, I have quite a bit more energy than them, but when I'm like trying to chill, I feel like I'm like just a little koala. I'm just right here. Well, they're high all the time. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe not koalas. Do you eat a lot of eucalyptus? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should start. Maybe I, I should don't start. Know about that. I maybe, should. Maybe putting eucalyptus. Does that eucalyptus like, get you high? I mean, the, the what, leaf, is, yeah. they eat them and it makes them high. That's why they're so fucking. Like, yeah, I don't know what. I, this is, like, I, feel I like think this it's is, actually like borderline poisonous or something. For oh, they're living life on like the that. edge. Though. I don't know exactly, yeah. but I think their, their digestion digestive system can handle it i don't i don't remember exactly what it is but yeah it fucks them up right and so they yeah. just spend like their entire life like that and yeah i mean they're also it's... hella mean I'm <laughs> <laughs> just uh so they're cute and cuddly but they're really just <laughs> fucked up little creatures <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, uh, yeah, you got one in in your apartment right now, dude. Let's go. <laughs> ready to go. I'm gonna open up I've the been. closet, and a koala is gonna jump out. Bro, it's I've gonna been. be crazy. <laughs> It's like that Family Guy episode when the monkey jumps out of Chris's closet. Oh my god. <laughs> That's exactly what's going on in this I'm just waiting for right it to now. roll. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh, I would not be able to sleep with a fucking koala. Yeah, it would definitely, like, as you're asleep. <laughs> It'd be fucked up. I would love a pet, but not a fucking koala in the closet, maybe. Dude, last night my roommate left out. A sign that says hey i have extra cheesy garlic bread <laughs> and he said it said feel free and i was so i woke up at like 1 45 in the morning i was like okay fuck yeah i was like are you kidding me i was like of course i'm gonna eat this like i don't really eat eat stuff like that very often okay. i was like so this is my one time this is my chance because i just i don't know i don't like Anyway, what the? What am I talking about right now? <laughs> I was about to ask. <laughs> Anyways, this shit was lit, so I was dipping it in this marinara. I don't know. Um, that's so that's that's what happened last night. In case anybody was wondering, but um, we yeah, shout out about to stand up. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, actually, I have written, I have written out three sets. I have fucking really. Cr- I have crumpled them up and I'm throwing them all away. I have like okay, well, uh, I wrote three ten minute sets. I put them on paper, I practiced them, and I was like, nope, this is too scary. Uh, One of your goals should be to get on stage at uh, Nate Jackson's Super Funny Comedy Club. Okay. And do some stand-up. Tacoma. It's in Tacoma? Yeah. Tacoma Comedy Club? Yeah. Oh, okay, downtown Tacoma? Well, it's, uh, I don't know where it is, but it's a Super Funny Comedy Club. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know know what you're talking about. Totally, yeah. Um, But anyways, because it would be funny as shit. And I went went to an open mic. (laughs) Uh, Shout out Jordan Callahan for taking me to this. This was the weirdest but (laughs) best night um, ever. And it was in the back of Jai Tai on Capitol Hill. Whoa, okay. And it was an open mic night. And it was um, cringeworthy. Uh, at best. <laughs> Were you like, like, could you even courtesy laugh at the jokes? Or I was mean, it like... I had a couple of chuckles. There yeah. was a couple of gems in there, but... No, um, she didn't say laugh. She said chuckles. chuckles. We all know what that means. Um, yeah, I have a pretty loud, boisterous laugh when I find something really funny and it's yeah. hard to hold back. And there was none of that. It was, mm. uh, you know, one of those where I was like sitting at the stool at the bar and my arms on, on the edge and I'm like... And just... <laughs> Haha, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, know, so there's not enough good stand-up comedy. Well, that, maybe there is. I don't know. I don't, I'm talking like I'm an expert of the local stand-up scene when I'm really not. You I'm know, that's like, something that would be fun to like <laughs> dive into, though. I want to do stand-up hella bad. Uh, you should. <laughs> yeah. You should. I really want to. <laughs> I would ask you what a joke you would say is, but I know that you gotta like sit and marinate, let it marinate for a while. I'm a writer, yeah. so I like I have to think about these yeah. things, you know. But like I don't know, like in my day to day, especially at work, like yeah. I, I practice all the time. Just like my favorite thing is just riffing off of other people, yeah. Because I'm not like I I like I have to sit and think about things if I'm going to create something. Like, yeah, I can't just do it on a whim like certain people can. Yeah. Um and and so like riffing off of other people and improvising like that, like improv is 
the one thing that I want to be able to do all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just yeah, 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 improv in yeah. random moments because yeah. I, I just think that makes life so much funnier. I think it's, it's healthy. It's healthy yeah, for you, too. 100%. It's, like, good. Like, even just, like, doing this podcast, like, just, like, conversing. Mm-hmm. Like, whether there's a million people watching right. or two or, like, yeah. just my mom, whatever. But, like, <laughs> like whether whatever's yeah. happened, like, it's good to just be, conver- like, it's just always good to be conversing yeah. in person. You know, and I think if it's funny, that's even better. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's like I mean, laughter is medicine, yeah, man. There has to be humor in yeah. life, or else it gets stale. Yeah, and stagnant. Like my boss, I just can't do it. My boss right now, his name is Anthony. He's like, dude, that's your role on this. Cr- I work in construction. <laughs> okay. Um, and it's like construction. Let's be real. It's a yeah. pretty like. Yeah. Ding ding ding. <laughs> Like, it's pretty, like, I'm so pissed off I'm here. I haven't (laughs) laid on my child support. And um, my boss is like, dude, your role, because I'm not, like, the average character in in construction. He's like, your role is to just make, keep us all laughing, dude. Just keep everybody laughing. So I guess I kind of have assumed that role at work. You should practice in front of everyone okay yeah (laughs) i should stop throwing them out then i have seriously written a few out and i've just like work on that's not funny yeah because i thought it was funny one day and then i just thought about doing it in front of people and the thought of doing that instead of music is uh terrifying really terrifying with music i'll do anything in front of people like you just give me a instrument i don't even know how to play and i'll just go up and sing or something um What's but, the difference then for the approach taken? Like, I mean, stand, well, I would think that it would just be like, I, I don't feeling. I don't know exactly. Yeah. I've never like, I'm just off the cuff thinking. Yeah. I think, um, to put your sense of humor out there yeah. is like even more vulnerable than like putting your musical art. Like if, so, if you say something that you think is funny yeah, and then you like see people don't laugh yeah. at it, <laughs> I feel like that would crush a lot of people. Like it, you yeah. have to break your ego down in order to totally. succeed 100%. Yeah. Definitely would have to. Yeah. yeah. That's why I think I would be successful is because I have that humility to me. Like, yeah. I, like I will laugh at my jokes and if nobody else laughs with me, fuck them. I don't care. Yeah. I'm laughing. Yeah. I think it's funny as yeah. shit. And I'll just keep going like, until you do laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and then eventually, it's a numbers game. Eventually, everybody will start laughing because yeah. I'm laughing so hard. And then it'll laughter's be funny. Laughter is contagious. Yeah, yeah exactly. laughter is absolute. It's absolutely and contagious. And so I have no problem making a fool of myself and doing that. But yeah. I guess it's the same thing, though, with that I felt opposite ways with music. Like I've played bass in jazz band when I was younger. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. But like, I, see I was always super I nervous. Yeah, <laughs> I see I was it always now. Super nervous, but like doing things like this yeah. and like hosting this podcast or like, I don't know, doing stand up or something. Like I just feel so much natural yeah. doing that and I have no problems. I have zero, zero problems standing yeah. up in front of anybody and making a fool of myself. But ask me to do anything else, like play music or like, I don't know, just do anything off the cuff like that. Like, I can't do it. Wow. It's so weird. Wow. It is so weird. I don't know. I just get hella anxiety, and then I just, like, feel like I'm going to throw up. And then, yeah. <laughs> so I just take a lot of CBD or, you know, smoke a blunt beforehand. Fair. And then, high and then Dude, I don't one know, time, I don't care, I'll do it. One time I got... But I won't like it. <laughs> one time I actually got too high to play mm-hmm. in front of a crowd. And it was... And I, I didn't yeah. realize that blunt was uh, like 
there was hash in it. I didn't oh, realize yeah. there was hash oil in it. My favorite. And I like just took two. I'm usually I can take like two, and I'm like I'm functional. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. And I take two. It was at a hemp fest. Oh yeah. And that will happen. Oh my god. And I'm playing drums, and I'm like the whole time I'm playing drums, like smiling, <laughs> like yeah. But in my head was a fucking nuclear war zone like <laughs> like dude you're probably gonna break this band up you're so high and you're playing the worst show of your life and i'm just like <laughs> you're not even on a religion <laughs> dude t- like and i oh my god and then as soon as we got off stage I was like all right i'm cool now like, what the fuck was that all about sometimes the yeah. lead fires back and then yeah fucked up yeah past a certain point in my life me and weed just had like yeah. a a different relationship. I used yeah. to smoke every day. I used to be able to smoke like multiple times a day. Yeah. And then it was like, mm, nah, cause I, it was just taken away from my productivity. It doesn't 100%. do that. Yeah. It doesn't do that for everybody, but for yeah. me it did. And I was like, I like being productive. I like, yeah. Yeah. Doing things. Yeah. Doing things, keeping my wits. I'm tired doing it. Yeah. <laughs> keeping my wits about me. Or yeah. Like, That's remember. my problem. Yeah. Is it? Flower. Is it? Okay. Usually, yeah, because like I'm probably not going to do much after we're done with this because like I usually get tired. Hey, but this is a big ass accomplishment, though. It is. It is. It's a piece of art in the world now. You know what I mean? You know, it's a whole hour of time. Take that nap, girl. Take that nap. Yeah, and then I'll wake up and then I'll be productive. Yeah. Like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. That's the paradox. That's that's the life I live. I only, I mean, I woke up at like eleven, eleven thirty ish today. A.M. Yeah. I'm jealous. God, yeah. that's my ideal life schedule. Yeah. I that's that is my schedule. Do you have an alarm clock? I mean, uh only if during, you need it. during the week right now. Usually I would start work at one I and work until so eleven. Bad. I'm gonna run. <laughs> I'm cutting I'm uh, all right. I guess uh that's about uh gonna be wrapping it up oh here. <laughs> it's a bathroom break here. Uh and so uh I will uh discuss the blue OG from Fifty Fold that we smoked today. Um was actually really good and really social. Um the blueberry taste came out quite a bit in there. Um but the OG Kush definitely uh kind of overpowered it as far as effects go because it was like a nice balanced hybrid, very social, really nice, chill, relaxing. Um and honestly I smoked the whole ape here pretty much. So, uh, yeah, successful blunt talk, blunt of the week there with the blue OG. I like 50 fold too, cause they're pesticide free, which is always nice. So I'm back. <laughs> Lovely intermission. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it really is about that time to wrap oh, is things it? up okay. anyways. That's yeah. Perfect. Uh, well, we are at the end of the show here. Uh, so yeah. Uh, where can people find you and listen to Schmello and uh, see all the things that is heavy? Um, I just mainly I just mainly use Instagram. Yeah, um, great platform. Love yeah, it. I'm just mainly on Instagram. Yeah, what's the Instagram handle? Uh, it's at Kevy Sings. Yep, it's right down there on the bottom. It's right down there. Check it out. Right Check down it out. Below. At, uh, it yeah. Check out. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And then yeah. on, honestly, if you want to find my music. Hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I'm taking a very organic approach to how I want Love my it. music to be heard. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not paying for a fucking ad. Right. I'm not, you know, I'm not yeah. doing that. I pay just for photos and videos yeah. and past that. It's like, whatever happens, happens anymore. 100%. Yeah. yeah. People will find your music and yeah. like the algorithms will work 
their magic and put you into the yeah. right people's yeah people hopefully yeah, right hopefully. yeah yeah. At least my Spotify, anytime, you know, I start digging on something, they show me a million other people that yeah. sound just like that kind of a thing. So it's easy to find those people in that niche market. So the organic yeah. approach, you know, I feel like, especially when it's just like a lifelong kind of journey, uh, the organic approach is the best approach. Yeah. Do. Don't try and make any, force anything to happen. So yeah. every, everything is real when you take that approach to like yeah. every, every connection you make, every friend, fan you make whatever is yeah. somebody you'll actually get to know it's or genuine. like yeah you'll you'll like meet them at some point yeah <laughs> on, in the, on the local yeah, level 100%. obviously yeah you can't meet everybody but yeah I, I just prefer it that way yeah yeah i dig it yeah. so yeah uh connect with him reach out to him Come to his shows whenever he plays one. Come watch me yeah. bomb on stage doing my stand-up comedy. <laughs> I'll probably be the next act after that, and I'll probably bomb too. Yeah, come watch I us both fuck it up. <laughs> Not in a good way. Watch us Next both. episode, we'll all be stand-up comedy. Join in for Blunt Talk, stand-up style. Hey. Uh, thank y'all for watching that for episode four uh, of Blunt Talk with me, Taylor Hart. Uh, so yeah, follow Respect My Region for more and uh, tune in next week as well. Same time as always. Uh, and we'll be talking about something else. So <laughs> <laughs> thanks y'all and I'll see you later. All right.